Welcome to Friday's Rugby Daily and indeed the final edition of 2022. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way federal prosecutors have gotten involved in the Sheriff Traore case at Benetton. The date's been confirmed for the big reveal of Bernard Laporte's interim replacement as head of the French Rugby Federation. But first, Munster and Leinster have revealed their teams for their St. Stephen's Day derby at Thelman Park. We'll start with the hosts, who have made just two alterations to the side that outmuscled Northampton last week at Franklin's Gardens. Mike Haley is replaced at fullback by Shane Daly, while Dave Kilcoyne is drafted in at loosehead in place of Jeremy Lockman. Attack coach Mike Prendergast hinted this week that there would be minimal alterations, and he explained why. Um, it's an important period for us as well, because obviously we've we've big games coming up. We've two more. Um, we're back into the ORC now. We've two more after that. After this game, I should say, and then you're back into Europe. So managing the squad and the players and the loading, etc., is hugely important. But we don't want to take away from from a bit of momentum that's gone forward as well. So I suppose, look, that's that's a skill in itself as a staff trying to get that balance right. Munster have won just one of their last 10 meetings with Leinster and that came in a Rainbow Cup fixture. You have to go back four seasons to find the last time Munster beat Leinster on home soil but Prendergast isn't focusing on past results. You know, we're focusing on on one, first of all, ourselves, get our performance right and obviously what, as I said earlier on, what Leinster will bring. Um, they've, they've so much threats in, in different aspects of their game and in individuals um, but in terms of I suppose what's gone on before we haven't we did allude to the game in, in Dublin not so long ago um, and I suppose in terms of how much we have progressed but I'm sure Leinster as well from their point of view they've progressed as well because it was e- earlier in the season so uh, going back previous uh, fixtures and stuff we haven't looked into it too much just I suppose looking forward and looking forward to the to the huge challenge it will be on Monday Let's take you through that Munster team in full the returning Shane Daly is at full back with Calvin Nash and Keith Earls on the wings Jack Crowley is again named in the centre with Antoine Frisch outside him Joey Carberry and Connor Murray make up the halfbacks it's a front row of Dave Kilcoyne Niall Scannell and John Ryan Jean Klein and Ty Byrne packed down in the second row Jack O'Donoghue is on the blind Side Peter O'Mahony captains the team from the open and last week's tri-hero Gavin Coombs remains at number 8. Now to Leinster, for whom Andrew Porter will win his 100th cap on Monday. He's the only member of last week's front row retained, with Dan Sheehan and Kean Healy in for Ronan Kelleher and Michael Alalatoa. There's a new second row partnership of Ryan Baird and Joe McCarthy, and there's an all-new back row as well. And among the backs, Jordan Larmer makes a first start since suffering the foot injury that ruled him out of Ireland's autumn back in October. Jamie Osborne comes into the centre, and there's a first start of the season for scrum half Nick McCarthy the team in full sees Hugo Keenan at full back with Larmer on the wing and James Lowe on the left Gary Ringrose continues as captain in the centre with Jamie Osborne inside him Ross Byrne keeps his place at fly half partnered in the halfbacks by McCarthy then it's that front row of Porter Sheehan and Healy Ryan Baird and Joe McCarthy are in the second row starting at blindside flanker is Reese Ruddock Scott Penny's at open side and Max Deegan at number 8 now, I told you yesterday that the United Rugby Championship had written to Benetton seeking proper action on the racist incident involving Sheriff Traore. As you'll recall, the Guinea-born Italy international prop received a rotten banana from a teammate as part of the club's Secret Santa event and to the laughter of his fellow teammates. Benetton initially said racism has no place at the club but didn't mention either an apology 
or the potential for disciplinary action. Now, the next day, the players were called to their training ground where an apology was received and indeed accepted by Traore. The ORC still wanted a full report and meaningful action into the incident and shortly after their statement yesterday and indeed after I hit save on this very podcast, Benetton did indeed take action. The federal prosecutor has now gotten involved and the player has been suspended. The unnamed player will remain suspended until such time that the public prosecutor's investigation into the incident is complete. And finally, Bernard Laporte is to put forward the name of his interim successor as French Rugby Federation president. Just over a week ago, Laporte was found guilty of corruption and handed a two-year suspended prison sentence and banned from taking any part in rugby for that duration of time. However, Laporte stated his intention to appeal, which meant, in theory, that he would remain as head of the FFR. But an ethics committee ruling deemed he should step aside from the robe, a suggestion backed up by French Sports Minister Amélie Oudéa castera Ultimately, Laporte agreed to go along with that ethics committee decision and will relinquish his duties in the interim while retaining the title of FFR president next month. Laporte will propose his interim successor on January 6th and then France's 1900 amateur clubs will be asked if they approve of the appointment of the president delegate between January 23rd and 27th. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to keep up to date with all of the festive Interpro action. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll talk to you again in the new year. Have a very Merry Christmas.